For quite some time now, comic books have dominated movies, but network television simply couldn't compete. They tried, but it was pretty lame. There were a few glimmers, to be fair, but again, they just couldn't compete with the budgets of major motion pictures. But then, along comes streaming services, particularly Netflix leading the charge with a seemingly bottomless pit of money. And they have what, the, what it takes to bring comic books to life on the small screen for what actually end up being eight to 10 hour movies. And right now, it's a great time to be a comic book fan in the television space. I don't know how many people are actually watching these shows, and I am curious, why do you think people love comic book movies so much, but it's been harder to get them to watch the comic book television shows? Because Harley Quinn and Doom Patrol, maybe it's the paywall situation. Umbrella Academy has been quite popular. I think it's maybe the most popular, actually, come to think of it, if the comic book television shows of, of late. Uh, but of course, The Boys is right behind it with its season two uh, debuting um, about a month after the Umbrella Academy season two. Uh, and so far, when it comes to season twos, we're three for three, and I think the boys will probably deliver as well. But nine out of the ten episodes of Umbrella Academy Season 2 are perfect. Like a dream you hope will never end. I said that actually about The Incredibles 2, speaking of twos. Uh, I was like, when I was watching and I knew it couldn't last forever, and I was like, I don't want it to end. And I felt the same way watching The Umbrella Academy, but of course it's a much longer piece of entertainment, so it's got that going for it. But yeah, I'd say maybe around episode, I don't know, six or seven, I was like, yeah, I'm getting up there. This show's almost over, but I wish it would never end. It's so good. So much story. So much story. All the main characters get rich storylines, and there is tons of action. Uh, from visual effects of, you know, using their powers to just, you know, regular action with, you know, uh, cool choreography and, and thrilling chases. I got a lot of flippy kicks this season, which I appreciated. But I have to say, in episode 10, I was a little disappointed that the show, to me, jumps the shark a bit, uh, which, of course, we'll discuss in the spoiler review. And speaking of spoilers, in season two, there are so many twists. Like, wow, I can see why Netflix hasn't shown very much. As of my filming this review, there's only been one trailer, which was not very revealing. But as season two, as soon as it started, as soon as it began and began to unfold, I was like, oh, there are a lot of surprises here. Don't worry, this is a spoiler-free review. And I would be careful out there on social media because discovering the twists in story are a real treat, especially with how many of them there are and how fast they come and build up upon each other. So I was having such a good time with that, I don't want to ruin that experience for you. And thankfully, despite faltering in episode 10, it really faltered in my opinion. I was like, I do not like this at all. But the show does manage, I feel, to recover at the very last minute with a strong tease for season three. Very strong. I was like, okay, I forgive you, Umbrella Academy. I'm back in. I, I will say that Umbrella Academy is becoming quite X-Men-y. I mean, that comparison could be easily made for the first season, but oh, it's on, especially with the 1963 setting, which of course is when the X-Men, you know, around that time period debuted in the comics. And there's an opening sequence, I couldn't believe this opening sequence, which feels not just ripped from the X-Men comics, but also has movie level VFX. When I watched it, I was like, oh my God, is the whole season gonna be like this? It's not, <laughs> but it, I don't care. I liked what I got. 
The VFX do take a bit of a break until the final few episodes where they come back up, but never to the degree of the opening. That was a very, it's a very strong opening. I can't wait for you to see it. Even if you don't watch Umbrella Academy, you should watch the first 10 to 15 minutes of season two, and then I bet you keep watching. But anyway, the story again is so rich, the characters so entertaining, the acting so good, you don't even notice that there's not as much VFX. You're so emotionally invested. Umbrella Academy also continues to be a good mystery. Several mysteries, in fact. As I said, there are a lot of twists and reveals that build on each other. And so that also keeps things interesting. You're like, how much more can you jam pack into this thing? And they're like, oh, just you wait. And I'm like, you know that old um, audio commercial where the guy's just being blown away by the screen? That's how I felt watching this uh, season. And the back to the future time travel aspects are also a treat. Visiting a recent past where you know what happens in the future. You, you know, sometimes you know, it's something so far away that it's not going to impact the people of the past that you're visiting. Here you're like, oh, you know, you're probably going to live to see it, which will, I think, play into season three, which is interesting. And then also you run into younger versions of people that you knew in the present. All of that's a real treat. Very back to the future but it doesn't seem like a ripoff. It seems here like its own thing. I like that quite a bit. They did more with it than I ever imagined they would. And this time, uh, no characters get shortened on screen time or development. And I know that'll make some of you very happy. One of you in particular tweeted me and said, what about Alice and Grace? I love Allison so much. She had nothing to do the first season. Is she taking care of this season? And I'm happy to report that she is. Because yes, I agree. In season one, Emmy Raver Lamp uh, Lampman's Allison and David Castaneda's Diego weren't given much to do. And that really has changed here. They are given very compelling storylines. Diego in particular really steps up this season to go from being my least favorite character in season one to now actually one of my favorites. I know, I can't believe it myself. It was great. Vanya continues to benefit from having the absolute coolest power set. It's not only very powerful, but it looks cool. As I, I'm a big fan of telekinesis, as you know. Her power actually isn't telekinesis, but it's close enough. So I'm like, that's the power set I would want. It's fantastic. And to put all that power in a sharp, tiny package like Ellen Page is very intriguing and continues to be. She's even more, she's, this is the most Ellen Pagey she's ever been. And on that note, I do think that season two blurs the line between Vanya the character and Ellen Page the actress. You'll see what I'm talking about. To the point that it sometimes took me out of the show while I was watching and I was like, is that Vanya or Ellen Page? And they're like, it's both. But I have to say that her storyline was so well done, so moving, so well acted, that I, I'm cool with it anyway. Even though, again, I think she's kind of more playing Ellen Page with Vanya's powers. And they lost the whole, you know, violin thing and the, and the white outfit that she wore. A lot of stuff from season one with Vanya is, is gone. So I guess that also contributed. There's kind of a reason for it, as you'll see, but that kind of contributed to my feeling of a, a disjointedness for the character from season one to season two. Still loved her, though, that power set. You can't top it. Tom, uh, Tom Hopper's uh, Luther actually, I think, has the least to do this season, but I think his character might have hit a wall in terms of development. I'm not sure where else to take him. It's going to be a real struggle for the writers. Uh, and I, I think he's in danger of being defined only by his pining for Allison, uh, which I think is a cool part of his story, but that can't be all that he's about. They've also kind of made a running joke about how dumb he is, and I didn't think he was that dumb in season one, so I don't know why that's continuing. By the way, British Hopper's American accent is at times 
exactly like Henry Cavill, who's also British, his American accent. I'm like, did you have the same American accent, teacher? It's crazy. Like, it's, Tom Hopper at some point seems very much like he's doing a Henry Cavill impression. And then, of course, the two biggest stars of the show continue to be Aiden Gallagher's Five and Robert Sheehan's Klaus. Every single moment that they're on screen is an absolute delight. I cannot get enough of them, and I am given so, we're given so much of them this season, and I'm still like, I want more. They're just, they're just absolutely amazing characters who are so well-written and just so perfectly performed. I adore them both. And I was very happy this season. Justin H. Min's Ben? Well, we'll talk about him in the spoiler review. And while I can't reveal the characters that they're playing, very closely guarded secrets that so far have been closely guarded successfully. So I'm not going to ruin it. But I will say that the three new additions to this season are superb. I, you know, usually you're like, get out of here. You're taking up screen time from this very large cast already. But instead I was like, I love all you guys. Uh, Yusuf Gatewood? Wow. Uh, Marin Ireland, so happy to see her again. I'm a big work of her fan on Sneaky Pete. Even though I stopped watching Sneaky Pete, it got annoying. The last time I watched it, it it had an annoying uh, plot development. But I liked Marin Ireland in the first two seasons that I saw. And Ritu Arya. Arya in particular is a huge find. I like her character and her work on this show as an actress almost as much as I like Five and Klaus. And you know what a huge statement that is. She's phenomenal. And to have an actress of Indian descent, I believe she's British Indian, but to have her in a role of this size and caliber is a very big deal. And she knocks it out of the park. I'm a huge Rudu Arya fan after just watching this show. I'm like, she's something special. Again, at the level of Gallagher and Sheehan. Very, very talented. Also, since he was in the trailer, I can comment on the fact that Colm Fiore, Sir Reginald Hargreaves, is back as well and becomes a much more complex and interesting character. He was kind of cardboard cutouty in season one. Uh, as for the big villain of season two, ah, that would be telling. I can't give it away. It's a, I love it, though. Very interesting. We'll discuss it in depth in the spoiler review. Uh, the Swedes, who are also kind of like a henchman uh, this season, uh, they're in the trailer, so we can talk about them just a little bit. I just want to say they're a visual treat. And by the way, I don't think at all Swedish <laughs> or at all related. But you know what? The absurdity of them and how well they were done really made them seem very Coen Brothersy, which I thought was great. I liked them actually quite a bit. The Umbrella Academy plays like a 10-hour movie. Really, a 10-hour movie. It's not at all episodic. I feel like it's made to be watched straight through. And I tried. I couldn't. You know, I, I started it in the early evening, so I watched six hours. I stayed up very late. Eventually, I was like, I need to sleep. I need to stretch my legs. But I watched. I went as far as I could. I watched six hours, six episodes. I was in Umbrella Academy comic book heaven. And then I watched the, the final four episodes also in a single day. But if you start early enough, you won't be able to stop. You'll go straight through it. And I think you're in for a really wonderful ride. Although I am curious how you will feel about episode 10 and if you agree, it jumps the shark just a little bit. So that's my review, my spoiler-free review of The Umbrella Academy Season 2. Stay tuned when the show drops on July 31st for not just my spoiler review, but my predictions for Season 3. We have a lot to talk about in bo- on both counts. I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait for you to see this. All right, so share your thoughts down below. Subscribe today. And of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now.